Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sheep Kishiered Podcast, home of people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, the one and only Austin Creed. I know this is the evening show, so this is a little bit different. I, you know, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I've just been really, really busy, and so forgot to charge my camera. So I didn't want to not, I didn't not want to do the show tonight. So I decided to just get the show out here on audio. And then I'll figure it out later. But, you know, I just, this is going to be a interesting show because I've touched on this subject before. I am not a Johnny come lately to the subject. For some reason, gentlemen, you know, I, I like to give the ladies a hard time on the show because it's, it's deserved sometimes. But I think today is going to be one of those shows of what's good for the goose is good for the gander, and I'm going to be giving y'all some tough love today. Because the reality is this, gentlemen. Feminism freed you. Now, why would I say a thing like that? I can already, I can already hear the outrage. I know. It freed you from being a normie. It opened up possibilities for you. Because look, make no mistake about it, Okay. Marriage laws in the United States and in the West in general are disgusting. Disgusting. Extremely biased against men. Child support is through the roof. Divorce is through the roof. And yet we're supposed to find, quote, a good woman. I don't believe in this idea of a good woman or a bad woman. Women are just women. Men are just men. And people are just people. And people will always serve their own best interests. And right now, it is not in your best interest to be a married man. And, you know, there was a time up until fairly recently where religious communities were the final frontier. You know, in secular society, we saw the divorce rates were going higher and higher. And in religious communities, they were slowly eking up, but they were not to what they are now. In Christianity, there is this notion of being in the world, but not of it. And that line has slowly been erased because the culture is becoming so contrast to what is preached at the pulpit and what is read in the Bible that at this point, there's not a whole lot you can do besides just try to make the best of your situation. Because look, there's a lot of things you can do if you're a religious person, to still keep the commandments and do whatnot. That's 100% true. Problem is, when it comes to marriage and sexuality, for those of you, you know, I don't know, I'll, I'll save that for another show, but I'll touch on it a little bit. For those of you who don't know, the Bible was written a while ago, and this is not, I'm not going to harp on this for too long. I've done it before, so don't, this is your first time listening to the show. I've discussed this at length. And... In some of my over almost 200 podcasts now, I've discussed this before. But this idea that the Bible should be interpreted the same way now as it is as it was back in the day is becoming harder and harder to do because the culture is just so vastly different. And when I say that feminism has freed you, men, it means it has freed you from the bounds of commitment. 
And this is what I talk about in Biblical Bachelor. I discuss this idea of keeping your options open and not being a, like a guppy in a fish tank and just taking the bait that's laid out for you. I'm not here to tell you what to do with your salami. I'm not here to tell you what you should and should not be doing. That's not my job and you probably wouldn't even listen to me anyway. What I want to do is warn you. And I go over it in length in my book, Biblical Bachelor, the shorter manual that's coming out. Um, on October 31st, I go in very large detail, very descriptive detail as to why I think marriage in the modern America just is such a flawed system and is an enormous risk for men. I'm not saying it does not work at all because that's frankly untrue. The problem is the divorce rate is around, depending on what poll you want to believe, it says 50, that's nonsense, it's more like 70. And 69% of marriages that end are filed by the woman. This is not new data. You can go look it up online if you want. This is not new. I've discussed this before. And that is why I say that men, feminism has freed you to be single and to do what you want to do. So, gentlemen, why are we so... Did, why are our lives so controlled by women and the box that they have between their legs? Why are we so controlled by it? Well, I mean, it's part of nature, so we gotta have that. And ladies, before I, you know, as much as I'm gonna give the gentlemen some game today, I gotta give y'all some game too. You know how much power you wield over men. I don't want to hear this garbage about how, ooh, I'm always so oppressed and I have no power. That's nonsense. You know the power you have over men. I see it all the time. I see it. That you learn at a very young age as a woman how to manipulate men to get what you want. And that's why, men, you don't learn this game, if at all. You learn it about mid-30s, maybe, depending on how quick you are on the uptake. But we don't learn this until much later, and by that time, we've suffered a lot of trauma from women, especially in a middle school, high school, sometimes college. We suffer with, we, we're, we do what society tells us to do. We be the good guy, we be kind, we be a provider, we do all these things. And we think that when women are going to reward us, when in fact they don't. They laugh at you behind your back. And they get with Pookie anyway. They get with Pookie, Ray Ray, Chad, Tyrone, and they see this, and then they make some mad. And then we get stuck in having this conversation of, you know, oh, you know, these hoes and blah, 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 blah. No, that, that's not the conversation we should be having. You know, you can have it from time to time. But at some point, gentlemen, we have to take accountability. As much as women hate accountability, I keep hearing that men hate accountability now, too, because everybody wants to blame everybody else. And I am sick of it. I own who I am. I own my decisions, whether they be good ones or bad ones. I don't blame other people. I blame myself for putting myself in that situation and allowing myself to make that choice. And gentlemen, feminism has freed you to pursue the bag, to keep them at arm's length. And you don't need to commit anymore. You don't. You can actually leverage your commitment now because there was a time when it was expected of you to give it away to a woman, the commitment. Now you don't have to. 
In fact, I would advise you not to, because if you keep it, it becomes more valuable. Scarcity. So the more scarce something is, the more valuable it is. And so if you're out here is giving away your commitment to anybody and everybody, well, it's not going to be valuable, is it? Women tend to value commitment and men value sex. That's just the reality of the world. Ah, my throat's getting a little dry. You know, to forgive me. But my friends, I, this is why I say that feminism has freed you. It freed the women to do what they want to do. It also freed the men to say, hey, you know what? Do I even want to commit? Do I even want to get married? It freed you to break out of the normie matrix, whatever you want to call it. To break off the grid, to break out of the rat race, to do what you want. Now, you can choose to go back in the rat race if that's what you'd want to do. I have, I have no idea why you'd want to do that, but you can if you want to. But you have that choice now. And I know that in some cultures, it's like subcultures, it's un still very unpopular to not get married. The problem is most people are still oxygen thieving, you know, normies. They still make dumb choices and then blame everybody else and wonder why their life's not going right when they don't think for themselves. They're not self-aware. They're just wandering around in the dark. With the It's sad. You need to become self-aware. You need to think, wait a minute, do I even want to do this? Is this even advantageous for me? Feminism freed men from the, the BS in their life, quite frankly, because a lot of the BS is caused by women. I mean, quite frankly, let's just be honest. Gentlemen, how much BS do you put up with in your relationship or your marriage just to get some, get some, you know, loving from your wife? How much do you put up with? Probably a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Now you don't have to do that anymore. You could go on sugar daddy websites. You can focus on getting the bag. You can go and engage in hookup culture. Now, I'm not saying these things are, quote, moral. I know people are going to bring up the moral conversation. I'm fully aware of it. Here's the problem. People who want to bring up, oh, but, but marry, but you're not supposed to have sex before marriage and this, that, and the other thing. I, I've discussed this again numerous times on this show, but I will do it again, just in case you're new or in case you need me to say it again, I'll do it again. Um, in religious text, mainly the Torah, the Pentateuch, you need to understand that marriage took place at a very young age in your quote teenage years. Now people weren't waiting until they were like 25 or 30 before having sex. No, it just didn't happen. It did not happen. So guess what? Your standard that you're holding out for today, completely unrealistic. You add social media into the mix. You add sexual liberation into the mix. Forget about it. It's a wrap. It's done. It's over. It's not happening. That's why I'm saying it's freed you. It's freed you to make that choice. If you want to step into it still, be my guest. That's your choice. But you can also say, hey, you know what? Forget this mess. I'm not doing this crap. I'm going to go out here. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to live as morally as I can if I want to. I'm still going to follow the commandments for the most part. I'm still going to keep my faith or, or lack thereof. And I'm going to keep it moving. And I don't care what weird side-eye passive-aggressive BS that people fling my way. I don't care about it. Because they're not even happy with their own lives and they're just jealous. 
Oh yeah, you didn't know about that, but they are. Do you know how many jokes and, you know, <laughs> yuck laughs there are about dudes and marriages being like eunuchs and they're just like, yes, dear, yes, dear, <laughs> happy wife, happy life, <laughs> even though they're dying inside, uh-huh. Why do you think that is? Because it sucks for a lot of men, not for every man, but for a lot. And for ladies, ladies get the ladies get bored of the sex before you do, gentlemen, by the way, according to statistical data. And that's why then it's leveraged against you because you don't want to do it because you're probably both sloppy, overweight, uh, you know, out of shape, not good looking, you know, tired and whatever. You just are not able to do the things that you want to do and are passionate about. Feminism has freed you men. You got to get up with the times. I know it's really easy to want to go on in the internet and talk about how ooh, we got to go back to the good old days and we got to step back into the past before things are unreversible. It's already reached that point. We've already broken past it. It's over. It's going to take a, a nuclear war or something completely off the wall, you know, asteroid hitting the earth level event to hit a restart because until that happens forget about it you're speaking you're speaking too late it's over so you got to adapt to what's going on i'm not saying you need to become like a, a male feminist i'm not saying you need to become a radical lib crazy person i'm not saying that what i'm saying is you need to develop a new philosophy that is suitable for the modern day because if you don't you will sound like a broken record and you'll fall into the dustbin of history and you'll be wondering the whole time as you're on your way to the dustbin why you didn't win. Because you were handed the almanac for last year, not this year. And you still bet on it anyway and you wonder why you were losing. Gentlemen, accept the freedom and move forward so that we can develop new philosophy and adjust. Because you have to adjust. If you don't adjust, if you don't adapt, you'll die. Not, again, I'm not saying you need to copy everything in culture. I'm saying develop your own personal philosophy. And don't just be a normie. Think for yourself. Don't just be out here following the programming, following the crowd. The crowd is largely made up of dumb people who don't know what they're doing. Do you want to be a dumb person who doesn't know what they're doing? Now, nah, I didn't think so. So don't do those things. Break out of the mold and become a person that's made new. I made my point. I mean, I feel like I'm going to just keep repeating myself over and over again, which I know I'll do in the days, months, and years to come. But if you like what you're listening to, or even if you don't agree, but you're fascinated by the conversation, this is exactly what's in Biblical Bachelor, my manual for the spiritually seeking single man that's all available for pre-order on Amazon right now. The link will be in the description. And you're more than welcome to pre-order that. And I dive into very extensive detail as to why I believe this, how I came to this conclusion, and how you can live practically and apply the idealism into reality and help yourself survive by developing a personal philosophy. But my friends, 
God bless you. God bless your families. God bless America. I know this was a tough show to hear if you listened to it and you made it this far, but trust me, it's very liberating to acknowledge reality and then move forward. Because the longer you try to take a step back, the more you're going to just be frustrated. And I don't want you to be frustrated. I want you to be victorious. All right, you guys take care of yourselves, all right? I'm out of here. Peace out.